Hello. Hello. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Kim. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Massive Fans Book Club podcast. As you may have seen, we shared our holiday episode drop schedule on our socials, and due to the hustle and bustle of the holidays, we'll be taking next week off. Whew. Yes. And <laughs> it's with needed. everyone running. Yeah, we're, we're, we're tired, people. With everyone running around shopping, traveling, and spending time with families like us, we decided this week we'd share a short episode with you all so that you can hang out with us, but also get back to whatever holiday fun you've got going on. So today we are sharing our full fan casts with you because you may have heard our episode with our friend Nikki who shared her fan cast picks and you will hear more bonus episodes with guests and their picks over the next few months. But today you get to hear ours because we posted them, but we did not talk about them. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We're bad. We're, we're bad. <laughs> so here y'all get this now. Um, we do want to share with you a rapid fire fast winter solstice giveaway that we're doing yes three lucky winners will be chosen on christmas eve to receive a small gift from us to enter check out our socials today and leave a comment on our winter solstice post please 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 check it out guys it's so cool and fun Yes, this giveaway will be open on Facebook and Instagram today, December 20th, and run for 72 hours. So get your entries in by 11.59 p.m. on December 23rd, and then check back on both platforms on the 24th to see who won. Winners will have until December 27th to share their mailing address with us in a DM or an email, and then guests will go out before New Year's. <laughs> Woo I promise, we pick better stuff than more does for winter solstice. At least <laughs> think so no really we do actually i mean i really think that anybody can do better than more <laughs> a couple so, of those shirts mm. yeah yeah so super quick housekeeping this podcast isn't for any for any little ears and as always we welcome you to reach out and share your thoughts songs fan cast picks whatever with us on any of our platforms on the interwebs Ooh, and ooh. now, Kim, how how, how are we going to do this? <laughs> um, well? Do you want me to? Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to run down everyone that we are casting today. And then we'll go back and forth talking about our picks and, like, why we picked them. And, like, what they're from. So that if people are like, ooh, that name sounds familiar. But, like, why? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. That sounds great. Okay, okay. So we're kind of doing this in the order that they more or less will be seen when Akatar the TV show starts. So like, we are going to do the inner circle, but we're going to mostly pick people that like have to be cast for the first couple of episodes. Like we have no choice. These people are going to be in the story on the show. So we will kind of like go back and probably add like more fan cast picks as we go on. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe like once the show even starts to kind of add like, you know, the other courts and people we don't meet until, you know, Akawar and all that crap. So uh, today... We are going to do Faye, Red, Nesta, Elaine, and obviously Tamlin. We're going to go ahead and do our inner circle faves because I really, really hope that they use them in like <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> like I hope that like, well, you know, we can cast Reese obviously, but hopefully like we get some like Reese flashbacks to like go ahead and introduce the inner circle. So then we'll do Cassian as, and then we'll do more and Amran. And of course we have to have our boy Lucian because he's kind of the best part of Akatar. He's like the only redeeming quality of that book. It's going to be the only thing that keeps us going for like the first six episodes of the show, guys. 
funsies, we're going to do Jurian and Ianthi and Amarantha. And then we're going to do two bonus that we like just couldn't leave out. So like I picked uh, Daddy Archeron <laughs> and Tarquin. Kim, who were your two bonus ones that you picked? I picked Kier oh, and one. Isaac Hale. Oh, Fair, good one. Fair, and we need him. Love interesty, whatever Oh, he was. thank God you picked him because we're going to need him. Like real yeah, early. Boy toy. We need a boy Ooh. toy. You know who we didn't cast, and maybe we should do this on the fly. Uh, who is um, the the chick that we meet early on in Agatar? The um, the 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 mercenary. Yeah, yeah. Who the heck is going to be the mercenary? Oh, I know who I want. Okay, well then maybe you get three bonuses because we're going to need one of them too. <laughs> I can do that. I think I think you'll like my choice. Uh, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Um, okay, so first up, our Feyras. I think that has to be first, don't you? Absolutely. Okay, Kim, hit us with your Feyra. I picked Karen Gillian, who I Ooh. discovered watching Doctor Who. Yeah. She is the primary companion to the 11th Doctor for well, quite a while. And then they bring in... Uh, What's her face? Um, anyway, I, I can picture her right now. The names are escaping me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Kel- Kelsey and I saw each other yesterday. I, ha- I had a, a gathering of people and friends at my house, and it was awesome, but I am seriously, like, dragging <laughs> what today? Um, Holiday times are rough, y'all. <laughs> Kelsey can say, I'm looking, a little, I'm looking a little rough today. So, um, anyway, brain, brain, brain is just not all there. Um, but no, I love Karen. She's wonderful. She's kind of sassy, but she kind of does the, she, she plays the innocent just well enough. Like she does have that, you know, kind of innocentness to her because she brought that to her character on Doctor Who and sure, sure. She, I don't know. I mean, she's, I really, I don't know. I think she's awesome. I think she's a great, great actress and she brings a lot of spunk to it and if you didn't see her in doctor who but maybe you watched something like i don't know guardians of the galaxy (laughs) there you go (laughs) my husband was he was funny my husband jokes that the sexiest women in the world have blue skin thanks to farscape (laughs) and um anyway so of course he he always liked karen gillian in doctor who but now he really likes karen gillian because well she had blue skin and guardians well, there of the you go i mean we all have our thing right yeah <laughs> i'm like all right babe whatever i am not dying my skin blue so sorry <laughs> i want that as a bumper sticker i'm not dying my blue my skin blue <laughs> that's what we should do so so who is your favorite pick so i picked i had a really rough time with this kim knows i had a really rough time this is such a stupid thing i had a really hard time casting the women Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think i had a hard time casting the women because like i had very clear ideas in my head that i had a yeah. hard time finding in real life um <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was rough that. So that was rough um but i did finally pick a pharah and i picked florence Pugh, who you probably mm-hmm. recently saw in the black widow movie yes. and i believe she's also now in the hawkeye tv show yes 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 she's wonderful yes. So I just felt like she had the right, like, okay, this is going to sound like a dumb thing to be worried about, but I felt like she had the right facial structure. <laughs> but no, like, I felt like she had the right facial structure. She's, like, on the right end of, like, the age to be able to, like, play that down. Right, right. 
But then we also know that she has the physical capabilities because she is doing Marvel right now. Well, yeah. And that was part of it with Karen Gillian for me. Exactly. Between between the the physicality required for Doctor Who. And if you've never watched Doctor Who, trust me, people, there's some serious physicality involved. And the fact that she's done Marvel. Right. Yep. You know, you do. You have to be, you have to have your shit together and be in shape. Yep. So I'm I'm pretty proud of that pick. I think she'd be good. Um, all right. So now tell me about who you picked for the sisters. Give me both your sisters. Both of my sisters. So I struggled with this as as Kelsey can can attest. God knows she knows. I went around this for the longest time. Um, but I finally settled on Sophie Turner for Nesta mm-hmm. and um Amelia Clark for Elaine. So, you know, yes, it's your um you know queen of dragons and and you know our our stark sister here but at the same time i think i really think you know they both they both are going to be i I like them both i mean i've seen amelia clark do a couple things i liked her in solo which was not the best of the star wars movies but her part was really well done and really well played um and she has a softness to her but i like i like her as elaine because she also has steel in her and i think everybody gets so caught up in the fact that after she's turned she becomes kind of so catatonic but right as the stories progress you start to see more of that steel will and she does show it in the first book as the, sure the sure half. and i think you need somebody who can who can be soft and be pretty and be that person but at the same time there has to be that that steel inside that that's there and i know amelia clark can do that and she's she's such a wonderful person i love to follow her on social she's she does so many awesome things and sophie turner's another one she's amazing and i love her and she's you know she's a beautiful woman and you know you put the three of them together and you can kind of you can see where they could they could all pass as siblings in a way. And I was just thinking that looking at mine, I was just thinking that I was like pretty proud of myself that I could actually pass these people off as related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, let's all face it. Sophie Turner definitely has the fire that Nesta needs. So that's, I don't know. I liked her. I liked her for my, my Nesta choice. What about you? So, okay. So uh, this is ironic because everybody knows how much I don't really like Elaine. <laughs> but I cast Elaine first out of the three sisters. And that's because I took time to decide that if I was going to have an Elaine that I wanted to like, an Elaine that I wanted to root for, who does that look like? And mm-hmm. I have no idea how to say her last name. So I'm, if I screw this up, I feel bad for her. But <laughs> Brittany Curran from The Magicians, yes. she played Finn. Yes. And she's perfect to me as Elaine because I see Elaine as somebody who is like a little bit aloof, like appears more aloof than she is, which is I think exactly how her character Fen was in The Magicians. I think that Fen got a bad rap early on for being dumb and quiet when actually she was just kind of like biding her time till she decided to actually stand up for something. No, I agree. And I I think that fits Elaine perfectly. I think it would be also, she has a pretty good comedic timing. And I think that like the only way that like personally I'm going to get through like some of the Elaine stuff is if she's actually like kind of aloof in a funny way. If she like just Mm -hmm. kind of manages to pull a face every once in a while where it's like maybe I was listening, but I'm going to go with being aloof because I don't want to be a part of this. (laughs) Yeah, that makes makes sense. Yeah. 
So I was yeah. pretty, pretty excited about that one. And then I had a really hard time. I think I cast Nesta dead last. <laughs> and I'm still not sure if I'm thrilled with it. But I picked Gabriella Wilde. And she's actually a okay. model. So yeah. she definitely has the look for Nesta. Tall, skinny, pretty, very angular features. Like she could pull out, like mm -hmm. looks like she could kill you just by looking at you. So mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely looks like Nesta. But I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I don't know a lot about her, but I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt because she was in the Three Musketeers movie and she was in Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. So yes. in theory, she can pull off the physicality needed. You know, that's that's true. I, I have to tell you, <clears throat> of the sisters, the one I struggled with the most was Elaine. Because my absolute ideal Elaine, the actress is way too old to play her now. <laughs> but, you know, when I first read the story, um, I'm a huge Princess Bride fan, guys. Like, totally huge. Yes. My my close friend do listen now. And I, I, am t I, I am just absolutely, I love the movie. And, um... My absolute dream Elaine is um, Robin Wright, who plays Princess Buttercup in the movie. But oh, that's that funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And, you know, she's she's in her that 40s. That is a pretty so good one. Yeah, that is a pretty good one. Kind of not going to work now. But, you know, back at the time in the, in, when the movie was made, she was the right age to play it. Yeah. And she plays – because if you think about it, Princess Buttercup is very – very similar to Elaine in many ways. And so I would give you that. I, and, and, and she has the looks. I mean, I think Robin Wright is probably one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. And I have always thought that about her. I thought she was gorgeous back then. And I, I stand by that now. She's just, she's really beautiful and not in a kind of typical, beautiful way. I think, I don't know. I, I like know, it. I'm weird. I like it. No, you're not weird. Um, I think we should briefly touch on this whole age thing because we kind of keep bringing it up. So True. <laughs> what you're going to notice Very about our fan cast is that what we both did is, and, and love us or hate us for it, I mean, you're, everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? And in fairness, I have found more and more people on TikTok kind of thinking along our lines. So we must not be completely crazy. <laughs> I hope not. We realized that there has to be a fine line with these ages because mm -hmm. you're trying to achieve really two things, which is you need old enough men that you believe that they have 500 years, 700 years, a thousand years of life experience. I'm sorry, exactly. but for the most part, you are not going to get that out of a 25 year old. No. Now, I will stand by. There are maybe exceptions to the rule and we will do a little asterisk down at the bottom because uh neither of him us picked him in our fan cast but we will say that, <laughs> that tiktoks got a very good very very good <laughs> tablet very good he's got to be maybe in his early to mid 20s and so i will give him that he kind of proved to me we will i guess i don't yes. know if we'll tag him or not but <laughs> i think you can have young actors. I'm not saying that you can't. However, I think it's a lot easier to believe that older actors have, like I said, that 500, 700, you know, a thousand years of experience. True. However, you also cannot upcast your men so far that you do not believe that Farah is 20. Correct. Because you cannot upcast your men and then upcast your women and Farah looks 30. No, so, you're right. But then the other thing you can't do is upcast your men, downcast your women, and now you have a like 50 year age gap, you know? Like, 
that would just be awkward to watch. So there's a very fine line. And so I feel like what you and I both tried to do is I tried to pick actresses in their like early to mid 20s. In fairness, I think Brittany Curran is the oldest, but she doesn't look it. (laughs) She like eternally looks 19 to me. So I feel like we're okay on that. Also, I mean, makeup does a lot. But so I, I tried to yeah. cast women. We both tried to cast women like I, early mid twenties. I feel like for the most part, and then our men like late thirties to early forties. And in fairness, that's because early forties on some men just doesn't look early forties. No, like um, some of our. I mean, admittedly, some of these men in their early forties look better than men I personally know in real life in their thirties. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that. Totally. So... Well, I mean, but, I mean, and I'm looking at some of my women. I mean, they're probably in their early 30s, but you know, even in their early 30s, these women read a lot younger. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I think most of my women. I want to say that Florence Pugh, Gabrielle Wilde, and Brittany Curran are all under 27. I think the oldest one of the three was 27. I'm I'm early to mid 30s. Yeah, mine were all like under 20, under 30. I know I did that on purpose. And uh, I want to say that my more, my more and Anthe are a little older, but I think they can be. Well, absolutely. Anyway, so that's just our like caveat that like, by no means do you have to agree with us. We actually really want to know who you would cast. <laughs> we just wanted to give the thought process behind our choices. And the reason I say this is because we are now about to go through our inner circle men and we have the same four. <laughs> well, no, we have the same three and then the same Lucian because that's just who we are as people. <laughs> Yes. Our inner circle boys, our three men are the same. And then Lucian is the same. So he kind of got circled into our inner circle because, well, apparently they're our inner circle. (laughs) Well, by the time you get to Akawar. (laughs) He is. Exactly. You know, I think that's also my thought process. In my brain, I'm just like, Lucian and Tamlin were friends? (laughs) What? (laughs) All right. So in fairness. Before we do the inner circle, though. In fairness, we should do our Tamlins. Let's talk about Tamlin. <laughs> Let's talk about Tamlin. Let's talk about talk Tamlin. About our friend on on TikTok and, and sure, stuff. sure. So so tell me who you ended up going with for your Tamlin, and are you thrilled about it? <laughs> I'm Am I thrilled about it? I, I like my Tamlin actually. I'm um, not. Thr- I'm, I can't say that I'm thrilled with my Tamlin. I mean, I'm pretty excited, but I'm not sure that I, it's actually all that perfect. But anyway, we'll we'll carry well, on. I really, I, I really like my Tamlin, but um. As you know, I changed my Tamlin right at the last minute. I had somebody else, and then I was like, "Oh, oh, no, wait, this one." Um, so I actually picked Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, I mean, yeah, he usually plays the good guy. Hello, Wonder Woman, and you know, hello, Captain Kirk. But, and I say, but for those of you who ever saw him in The Princess Bride, too. He looks like he's a good guy. He ends up being kind of the bad guy, but he ends up being a good guy at the end. And I think, you know, it wasn't he bad. also in the Into the Woods movie version? He wasn't Into the Woods. Yes, he was. As <laughs> one of the princes, is that not like perfectly on like brand for Tamlin? It is. So you know, you put it all together, and I was like, um, because you know, much as I like Captain Kirk, Kirk is um a very flawed individual sure. in the Star Trek universe. And um I definitely think, you know, he has some 
some darker sides to him and and I really think Chris Pine really plays both sides well and he's you not know, hard I kind to work of really, with. I was gonna say I kind of really like that you know because you need somebody who can play <laughs> Tamlin in part two but he's he's not bad to look at I could put him I'm, in a mask and stare at I'm him. laughing because like you put so much thought into your Tamlin and my Tamlin I just fucking gave up <laughs> Because then all of a sudden I kind of came up with one that was like sort of a joke in my mind. And then I was like, nope, you know what? It's perfect. It's fine. We're going to go with it. Because I basically cast my Tamlin like, who is somebody that you want to slap, but also sort of like? Like, I just was like, that was finally what I boiled Tamlin down to. Like, who's somebody that you're like, I could just slap this jackass. But then you're like, mm, but I kind of like him though. <laughs> so I ended up going with Jonathan Groff because uh, he mostly <laughs> plays characters I want to slap. But then, like, he is a human. I'm like, but you're such a lovely man. Like, <laughs> yes, really, oh gosh, he is. Though, though, it is kind of appropriate that you picked him since we did do the whole Tamlin, you'll be back. Okay, um, and that was the other thing. Going. I couldn't stop hearing that in my head. So I was just like, I'm going to throw this one a bone. Like this man, if he, if he has any interest in being Tamlin, I will back him up. He's a wonderful choice. I like him. He plays, he plays the obnoxious man very well. I just like Chris Pine better. Yeah, in fairness, I think I like Chris Pine better, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now, because we're so excited, uh, we really, really have to do our, our inner circle men. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Do we want to do Lucian before we do the inner circle? Yeah, that's fine, because he's a bridge. Mm. <laughs> he's honorary inner circle. <laughs> I could... I could have a lot of fun with that bridge. Thank you very Cheers. much. So, uh, yeah... Uh, <laughs> Lucian, you know, I I like our Lucian. I I, I do like our Lucian. <laughs> so Kim, who's our Lucian? <laughs> Sam Hewen. I mean, I think we've mentioned that on the podcast before, but yeah, we 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 went with it. We rolled with it. We chose that. I I have to say, I mean, yes, yeah, Sam is beautiful to look at. He's an amazing human being. I do follow him on all the socials, and he's he's awesome. And he's I I love him and. Really what sold me on him as Lucian is not because he plays Jamie Frazier on Outlander. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, though it does show off his beautiful physique rather um, yeah, well. Yeah, which also we also know favorite talks about all the time. <laughs> well, all right, that was an easy way to cast it, but that isn't why. I mean, so it's accurate. <laughs> Damn. Um no, he. I, I. I'm. I'm a big enough fan of his that I. I started watching him in the Men in Kilts with uh, Graham McTavish. Right. And you really see Sam for Sam and his personality, and he has like the perfect personality to play Lucian. Like Sam being himself is kind of like Lucian, and I just I really kind of fell in love with the idea and just was like, yes, <laughs> and yeah. Was, hurt that he's a hot sexy redhead right it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt at all <laughs> um on that so the inner note, circle <laughs> yeah so on that note so he's our bridge into our inner circle that we like highly highly agreed on um 
judging by our list, I'm just going to move over to the next one. Um, <laughs> people, we have uh, our notes written in like the weirdest order. So just roll with me. Um, I'm going to say let's just go with Az because he's on our list next to Lucian. And also because I feel like the way we got here cracks me up. Because <laughs> I feel like for the longest time I was like, no. And then for some reason, finally one day I was like, what the hell am I talking about? Absolutely. Yes. Like, what was I thinking? Like, I don't know why my brain was like, nah, I don't know why I thought I was gonna come up with a better one. And then I was like, I'm so stupid. I love him. He's the perfect to have. But not only that, I think part of what also helped though is when I finally explained the relationship that this actor has with the one I we we have for Cassian. Yes, I do think that that uh yeah, yeah. I think once I stopped and thought about it like in real life terms, I was like, "Oh yeah." Like I think I was too caught up in my head with like I think I was too caught up in my head thinking about just like looks wise. Like I think who I had pictured in my head, again, a little bit like the sisters. I had like a very specific as in my head and I just never came up with somebody who really looked like that. And right. so, so then I had a hard time like getting away from that. And then once we really started talking about it, I was like, mm, okay, you've sold me, you've sold me. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, so we have Henry Cavill mm. <laughs> as our Hasriel. And I don't know why I fought that so hard when I love this man so much after i just counted down for season two of the witcher more than i've counted like i don't think i've counted down i, I think the only like the last time i counted down to anything was like when was this child gonna come out of my body i'm just saying <laughs> these are like the only two things that excited me in 2021 was counting down to my child exiting my body and then witcher season two coming out oh boy oh boy <laughs> So I'm not really sure why I fought that so hard, but yeah. Um, so so go ahead and talk about your Cassian pick because I stole your Cassian pick, and uh, uh, then we'll talk about and then we'll talk about why those go together in case other people you know haven't been on the internet recently. Okay. Well, I do want to justify it. So Henry Cavill works for me on a variety of levels, but yes, you know. You know, Superman and, and The Witcher notwithstanding, which he plays both of those very well, he has the right physique and we sure. know he has no problem showing that physique off, which, sure. let's face it, as the Bat Boy, you have to be willing and able to do that. Sure. Um, but he also plays the strong silent type very well. And that's mm -hmm. kind of important mm -hmm, for Azrael. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what got me to him um, to play the part. But what solidified it is, is that my choice for Cassian, and this is like, I read it. The first time I read it, this is who I thought of. And I know I'm not alone because it keeps popping up all over the internet. Yes. Is uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Who is just, oh, he's so Cassian. Oh my God, he is Cassian. Like he is Cassian personified. And... <laughs> You know he's he's so playful and he's he's so fun and he's but he's such a great genuine guy. Like I don't know who who follows him on Facebook and Insta and Twitter and all of it. I, I do. I follow him and I love him. And you know he yeah. really he's so proud of who he is and where he's from and 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 everything. But his friends, I mean, once you once you make it as his friend, I mean. He, he will go to any length for you like Cassian and he really like I said he is he is Cassian and 
on the internet wondering my baby clearly agrees because ever since we started talking about jason momoa she's been trying like his pictures up on my screen and she's been trying to attack the computer screen (laughs) so she was like he just looks like fun to play with i think he would hold me (laughs) i like it i like it so um yeah you're you're um but generally, I think your uh, Cassian pick uh, uh, gets two thumbs up from the baby in the room. <laughs> awesome. But part of what sells it and, and what really makes it work with Henry Cavill, and we've talked about this before, is the meme on the internet, on the red carpet, Jason Momoa is crouched down in a tuxedo, running up with this gleefully kind of almost scary expression on his face yes behind henry cavill who's standing there all debonair in his tux yes and he's like and he has this gleeful like i mean it is hysterical this gleeful kind of crazy look on his face and then the next so i was gonna say but that photo like everyone has seen that photo and you're like yeah yeah that like makes a great argument for like some of like why they're perfect like cassian and as right because like that's very cassian sure sure and like as coming yeah but then kim i never had seen the second photo and then kim told me about the second photo and i died (laughs) because the second photo is the prom picture of Jason Momoa and Henry Cavill and Jason standing behind Henry with his arms wrapped around him and Henry has his hands over Jason's arms <laughs> in the perfect prom pose, right? And they're both grinning like idiots. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Cassie and ass. And I was like, okay, you've sold me. These two, like, it's it has to be like these two or no one. Like, I'm now going to be so bad. Like, no matter who they cast in the show, I'm going to be like, unless you give me a prom photo of the two of these actors, I am just never going to be convinced. <laughs> well, not only that, but like, genuinely okay with them doing that. Like, those two men are such good friends. I mean, Aquaman yeah. and Superman, hello. But those two men are such good friends that, like, you know, Jason Momoa and Henry Cavill are really, they genuinely are such, such good friends. I mean, you know, Aquaman and Superman, hello. I know, it's but, kind of perfect. You know, <laughs> but you have to have that chemistry for these two because along with Resand, they call each other brother and so you right. have to have you have to have two actors one that are good that are able to to become and personify that kind of friendship but two they have to have a true comfort level with one another and sure. that prom photo really kind of shows that they're secure enough in themselves and in their personal relationships as well as in their friendship to be able to do that and do it comfortably so on that note, I think that our, ironically, our Lucian and our Reese know each other. Do we think that our Asriel, there, there stands a reason that our Asriel and Reese know each other, but do, do we know if they do? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. So. I mean, they're both from, I'm sorry, but like we all always joke that like the UK has 12 actors and the BBC has four costumes and three sets that everyone shares. <laughs> So while all those actors at some point show up in here, um, <laughs> right? Exactly. For the full exactly. cast, all the so like, it stands to reason that our Azriel and Reese would know each other, but I, I don't actually know if they do. 
Well, we know Lucian and Reese do. We know our Lucian and Reese do. They were do. in school together, and they're actually good friends. Yes. So, I mean, that is also fun. Uh, so, and, and everybody, in theory, <laughs> if you've listened to our other episodes in order, already knows who our Reese is, and it is the hill we yeah. will die on. The, so, it was the hill I would die on, and then and then Kim had her Cassian hill she would die on, and now I'm pretty sure that this row of men in our Akatar casting is just one giant hill we are going to die on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Because our Reese is Tom Ellis. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes! (laughs) Oh my god! Who, as we always point out, you know from Lucifer, but then ironically, this is a fun fact, and Kim, if we already shared this, you can edit it out, but maybe I just told you. Um, Tom Ellis (laughs) was also going to be in Once Upon a Time as Robin Hood. Yes, yes. But then he wasn't, (laughs) but that was okay, because that's how he ended up being Lucifer. That's right. But that's just kind of a fun connection because the, the person I have <laughs> for like, you know, it's just like one of those like seven degrees of like Kevin Bacon thing where it's like yeah. the guy I have for my Jurian uh, worked with the actor who ended up playing Robin Hood on Once Upon a Time. So in theory, if things had worked out differently, our Jurian, my Jurian would have known our Reese. <laughs> But it didn't work out that way. <laughs> I, think, I think my choice, they do know each other. That's hysterical. So, yeah. So just, um, yeah, to sum that all up, we've got our, uh, we've got Tom Ellis, Jason Momoa, Henry Cavill, and Sam Ewan, because that's just who we are as people. <laughs> and can I just say what a damn fine lineup of men that is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I could look at that for a long time and be happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now, if you are to go back and you are going to read the books and you want to use any of these in your head, you may have a much more enjoyable time. I know that we did. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, it like made I said, all the I, difference once I decided that Reese was Tom Ellis. Yeah. And, and I now like feel I said, some sort of way about Az. And I didn't really care about Az before. Well, Chris Pine definitely makes it easier to like Tamlin. Yes. Yes, that does. Mm-hmm. I might have to, if I do another reread, I might have to use that in my head and be like, okay, it's going to be okay, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's real quick run down some of these other characters. So, Absolutely. Who do you have for more? I have Hayden Panettiere. Which I really uh, like. She, she's, she's wonderful. Um She's such a beautiful woman to look at. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, remember her? Remember her in Heroes? Save the cheerleader. Yes. Um. So we know she she's a bit of a badass and can do all kinds of crazy stuff. So I'm I'm cool with that. But you know, as she's gotten older, I mean, she's got a banging bod, and mm-hmm. let's face mm-hmm. it, Amber, uh, Morgan has to have a banging bod. Yep. And she's comfortable in her own skin, and she's funny. I mean, yes, she ooh, does have. Some, she's got some good comedic timing. She's got some great timing, and she's funny, and she can be really snarky. And I could totally see her and Tom Ellis playing off each other and just being like, "Oh, for sure." So that that's who I went with. So my more is along the same lines. Uh, I have Claire Holt from yes. <laughs> Vampire Diaries, and I guess uh, uh, what is that the the spinoff there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway i have a uh, claire holt and she's from uh vampire diaries and i guess the spinoff the originals and i don't know they seem to have a lot of spinoffs so she's probably been in the others as well <laughs> 
but um, similar thought process. I had to pick somebody who like could pull off like, you know, being more in the sense of like, you know, I got the body and she definitely does. And then she also has to have like the, you know, personality that she's going to be able to like, you know, kind of rib our Reese a little bit and give him a hard time. I definitely yeah. believe the girl can do that. No problem. Um, also, she just like really looks good in red. So uh, that was a selling point. <laughs> hey. Gotta like it. So wrap up our inner circle. Who's your Amarin? My Amarin. It's an interesting choice. And I, I struggled because my original Amarin is actually who my third bonus pick is going to be. Oh, um, yes. And I struggle with this, and I could still go back to my original choice, but I, I kind of like her because, you know, the more I, I studied her her body of work, um, the more I realized she she'd be a great Amran. And I picked Nazneen Contractor. She is um nice an Indian born actress, but she is she's from Canada. She claims Canada is her home country. Um, she's been in several movies, but the big one she's been in, so she she will know our Tamlin is star trek into darkness uh nice. she plays uh rima harewood and she was wonderful in that but she's done so many shows she's done like relic hunter and she's been in 24 oh right she, right she was she was kayla in 24 um she's been in recording rose on things like she's done person of interest covert affairs castle uh, she was in Heroes Reborn. Um, she's done. She's she was in Major Crimes. She was in Hawaii Five O. I mean, she's Jeez, done like all yeah. these like things. But one of the things I love for her is she was in Star Wars Resistance, and she played Sayonara San. Um, and she was just the voice for that. Uh, but she's so wonderful in that, and um, I just love her. But I, I admit I have my horrible moments of being a sucker for a good um, Hallmark TV movie. <laughs> and um, I'm a girl. What can I say? Um, and she was in two of them. In the 2021, she was in The Christmas Ring and she played Kendra and she was wonderful in that. And then um, this year she's in A Winter Getaway. And I just, you know, I love her. I think she's awesome and I can't, I can't. I can totally see her playing Amarin because she she kind of has that personality and and that little line of fire that she can do. Which, sure, you know you got to have that fire within you to be able to be Amarin. Uh, that fire is how I picked my Amarin. Because <laughs> okay. I picked Leslie Ann Brandt from Lucifer, who yes. played Mazagine. <laughs> Oh, she's wonderful. Um, she's gorgeous. She's terrifying. I think that's perfect. <laughs> yes. And we already know that she works very well with Tom Ellis. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. They play so, well together. So easy pick for me. Easy pick. Um, because we briefly touched on it. Uh, uh, who is your who's your jury in? <laughs> um so I was feeling a little playful with my jury and uh, I, I wanted somebody who could, who could play the role and, and have fun and somebody that let's face it, we all know can be the um, bad guy come good guy, come bad guy. So I went with Tom Hiddleston and I mean, let's face it. I the would man's watch that. I would like listen or watch 
like that man read the phone book <laughs> exactly i mean hello <laughs> let's talk about the fact that he's an amazing loki and so we know he can do the good and the bad like right he, right he has that he He's the bad guy come good guy come bad guy come good guy again. I don't know. But anyway, I love him. He's awesome. And I adore him as an actor. Yes. And he's he's such a sweet man, like, in real life. Well, and... We've, we've talked about that, though. Yes. And, and I don't know... And... <laughs> I've been trying to figure out, like, from the quote-unquote source material, or if it's just in our heads. For some reason, Kim and I both picked, like, tall, lanky men for Jurian, and I'm not real sure where that came from, but we just, maybe it's just because we feel like they can't all look like Jason Momoa. <laughs> so, yeah. so, my Jurian is also uh, uh, on the taller, leaner end of things. Um, I picked Hale Appleman from The Magicians. Mm. He played Elliot. He's so wonderful. I just think that Jurian, kind of like how you came to like, you know, your Tom Hiddleston, like Loki pick. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Hale Appleman played Elliot. You'd have to watch the show to know that again, like his character wasn't really like a good guy, bad guy. But at one point, you know, like a possession type situation happens and he's a bad guy for a little while. And so like the whole point is, is he plays like playful bad very well where you're like, I know he's the bad guy and I know I'm supposed to hate him, but he just says the best things and I can't stop watching. so uh yeah yeah that's yeah we have fun jurians i i think we uh did really well with that (laughs) we did i think so all right all right who is your ianthi so i struggled with ianthi you guys ironically Um, i didn't and i don't know what that says for the actress so like if she hears this somehow and she's insulted because she knows anything about ianthi i feel really bad (laughs) because i love my ianthi i don't know but she does tend to play the (laughs) biatch Well, I, I actually the the one I picked, it's she's not really known for playing that kind of character. And I that's kind of why I went with her. Um, she's not your typical person in looks, but you know, yes, they say Anthea is supposed to be blonde, blue-eyed, whatever. You know, as far as I'm concerned, Anthea is one of those characters that I'm not married to her physical description. Because I don't think the physical description is as important as other sure, aspects of the character. Sure. I agree so, with that. I, I had to give it a lot of thought for who to go with and and I really I struggled with this one as you know and I, I ended up going with Naomi Scott um, she was she's done a couple of different things but she's probably best known like her big her big uh, one of her big breakouts was the sci-fi series Terra Nova um, but she was in the live action Aladdin and this is Princess Jasmine y'all oh so, yeah it is it is I mean she's I so pretty <laughs> pretty and she she really is very talented and she's she's got you know she's got the look in a sense um and she was also you know she's been in she was in uh power ranger she was she was the pink power ranger in the movie and she was also in uh charlie's angels and so i mean she can do kind of the funny and and the physical and the whole so i i I think she'd be kind of fun especially when you get to the scene um for for uh midsummer (laughs) The summer solstice. Right. I just I could totally see her doing that and and having fun with that. And I I'd like to kind of give her a chance to kind of be kind of somebody that she doesn't normally get to play. So my Anthony, I picked Natalie Dormer. 
Oh, love her. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, I have her later in my in my cat in my casting, much later she, down. We're not even going to get to her she today. She plays horrendous bitch so well. <laughs> like she plays. Let me put it this way: she plays horrendous bitch that's so pretty that you don't like you let her get away with too much. You know. Like she plays that really well. And I think that that's kind of the key because I think it's really easy to like hate on Anthony and be like, what the hell? She's such a bitch. Like, why does Tamla not see it? But like, I think you have to be like, no, there's something about her that makes people not see it. No, I agree. And so, so I have to say, yeah. she was my, she was, as you know, she was my original Nesta. Yes. Yes. And I just was like, this poor girl, all she does is play horrendous bitch. <laughs> Uh, well she's made else. good money doing it <laughs> she, she has no lie she has <laughs> i just had to be i don't know I, I went for something a little different i mean i i still picked another game of thrones actress i just went a little different with it that's all so all right all right we have one more super necessary character needed for the start of akatar and that is amarantha yes <laughs> Okay, so who do you got? Who do you got? <laughs> who do you got that makes you gag? <laughs> I want to preface this by saying my initial, again, this this is back to the whole aging thing. My absolute dream cast of that would be, I see, the first time I read it, I saw Julianne Moore. Now, Julianne sure. Moore is in her 50s, 60s, I think. Um, and if it wouldn't be her, the next, my second choice, really, in my absolute perfect dream cast would be Susan Sarandon. Um, nice but again they're both much as i love Mm -hmm. them and i adore them both as as actresses they're both just too old to play amarantha sure so then i had to think based off of everybody else i've been casting age-wise who would be appropriate and who can play that kind of role and it, it would be kind of fun to see her do it and i i went with Lindsay lohan i love that pick like i never would have thought of that and when you said it i was like you know what I like it. I'm into it. I really like it. <laughs> you know, she's 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 gotten such a bad rap for so many stupid things in her life. And I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I think this role would give her a chance to really kind of show her acting chops again. She hasn't really sure. been able to do that. And I love her in this kind of a role. I think it'd be a great. I think it could great, be a really good fit. Great fit for her. And I. I'd be curious to see her her chemistry with both Tom Ellis and Chris Pine. I think it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I look, I I look at I look at the people in, that I've cast as my fan cast, and mm-hmm. I, I she totally she can totally play off of everybody. Well, I sort of feel like that too because I picked for my Amarantha Eva Green, and I feel Ooh. like uh, I feel like she could seduce a lamppost. So. Um. <laughs> So I'm really not worried about my Tamlin and Reese at all. Um, yeah, no, well, you know. I'm pretty sure that Eva Green gets to do a lamppost. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I keep thinking back. I, I guess I'm trying to think of like any specific role where I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a perfect fit. I don't really know how I got here. I just did. <laughs> you know, and that's okay. Sometimes there's something about them that, that kind of clicks it might okay be too. that she tends to um because i believe she was also a model for a while mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think that's kind of where she came from so I, it may just be that when you like google her and a lot of her pictures she just has this like dead i will kill you with my eyes stare 
<laughs> that I think is really required for Amarantha. <laughs> I can I can totally see that. So I, I think that's pretty much how I got there. <laughs> all right, I can all right. See that. So our bonus picks. So these are just like some randos we picked because like they're characters that would have to get cast eventually. So we just were like, yeah, I'm gonna do that now. So like I did Daddy Archeron. Like we're gonna need him at the start anyway. Yes. And yes. um <laughs> I love my pick because I don't think anybody's gonna see it coming. I picked Matthew McFadden. <laughs> Now, he's technically a little young to be uh, Mr. Archeron, but yeah. I picked him because I think you can age him up. And also because, like, I just think of, <laughs> I think of, like, most roles you see him in. And I think yes. of, like, um, well, obviously he was in the uh, 2005 Pride and Prejudice, but I, I think of him in uh, Ripper Street. And, like, mm -hmm. he's a father in that. And he's definitely, like, I just think he plays that, like, I care, but I don't know how to show I care, which is, I think, kind of the crux of Mr. Archeron. I think he would play yes. that really well. He's also very quiet. Like, you just feel like a lot of, at least in Ripper Street, I feel like a lot of it is um, just uh, body movement. I don't think there's, a, like, there doesn't seem to be a lot of times where he's actually talking. He's just showing you with his face what he's thinking. <laughs> and I think that that's key for Mr. Archeron. So, yeah, that's, yep, Matthew McFadden. I like it. I like it. <laughs> It's it's awesome. I love it. So who else do you have? Okay, so then my last fan cast pick, I just randomly went with Tarquin because I had a pretty good Tarquin in my head, so I felt the need to share. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. I think actually, do you and I have the same Tarquin? I, I think Jesse Williams. I think that's maybe I who I have. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I picked Jesse Williams. You would recognize him from Grey's Anatomy. Um, I think it's just something about the description of Tarquin in the book where like the the like skin color eye color combo like really like mm -hmm. nice smile like on the young end of like you know for a high lord on the young mm -hmm. end but just you know in general on the young end and i think he just has a very like young youthful looking face <laughs> so yeah. like i i think compared to some of the other high lords that we can get into later he would appear the youngest even if technically he may not be um Actually, yeah. I think he is the youngest. He may be the youngest. I'd have to really look at both of our lists. But yeah, so anyway, I just, I was pretty excited about <laughs> Jesse Williams as my Darkwing pick. So there you have He's it. He's wonderful. He um, is. So I have my two official and then do you want, do you want me to go with my, well, I have one and, and this one is one that we didn't put out there, um, but I'm going to do, this is my third bonus pick, but I'm going to go ahead and give you that one sure, first. Sure, sure. Which is an important character that Kelsey and I are both like, what the hell ever happened to this character? Yeah, where'd she go? Um, and that's the mercenary. Oh, where'd and she go? <laughs> I want to know. And my pick is kind of an obvious one. and It's a fun one. And I admit she was my initial first choice to play Amarin. And I would be okay with her doing Amarin. And I went with Maisie Williams. Yes, I really like it. Because, you know. She's a good mercenary. She's a badass. I I would like her as Amron, but I really like the idea of her being the mercenary. I think that's really good. You know, I mean, let's be realistic. They might be able to afford her for an episode or two. True, true. That's actually, you know. like, out of all of ours, it's probably the only one that could happen. <laughs> yeah, realistically. I don't know. Yes. The Magicians ended. They really could get Hale Appleman and Brittany Curran. I don't think they've been up to anything because that show ended right before COVID. <laughs> I'm True. pretty sure they finished filming the magicians and then they just chilled at home for a year and a half. 
Well, I, I don't think Lindsay's really doing a whole lot. So, you know, yeah, who yeah. knows? So, we can get really lucky here. You know, it's possible. It's possible. But who are your other two bonuses? So my other two bonuses, I'm going to go with the next one that we're going to need for um, for uh, uh, the, the first couple episodes. And that's um, our Isaac Hale, who yes. is Farah's boy toy. Yeah, sort of boyfriend. Not really. Doesn't really care about him, though. <laughs> Her fuck buddy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's probably the That's most real. accurate. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I went with Nick Jonas. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that pick. I love it. I love it so much. It's so random and I'm here for it. I feel like you got to Nick Jonas the same way I got to Matthew McFadden, which is like, I don't know. I just had a thought and then I went with it and I've never gone. I've never looked back. <laughs> well, I don't. So that's part of it and you know part of it is just he kind of looks like what i picture isaac sure. like, but he's not a he's not a bad person so it can't be somebody who we know is is does the bad guy and all i mean i want somebody who who is actually someone you kind of like right right um so yeah i kind of went i went with nick jonas i don't know i there's like just, it there's something sweet about him in a way i yeah, guess i i, I, I agree and then your last bonus for us for today. My last bonus. I, I had to pick uh, Moore's daddy here. Love it. And it's actually one of my all-time favorite actors. And I went with Carrie Yulways. Yes. <laughs> has the look to, let's face it, the man has the acting chops to play here. I love it. And he's just kind of silly enough that he would, he'd be so fun to see doing it. It would be fun because I feel like Kira is such a fucking weird character anyway, because like, you're going to have to like, you're going to have to hate this man, but you're also going to have to like put up with him an awful lot. Exactly. It can't be somebody that gives you, I hate to put it this way, but it can't be somebody who gives you like the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it has to be somewhere where you're like, oh, he's annoying and I don't like him and I hate him. But you can't be like, oh, he creeps me out because, like, that's not who Kier is. There are characters who you should feel that way about, but Kier actually isn't one of them. No. You have he's to be asshole. more annoyed. You have to be more annoyed by Kier on a, like, political level. Like, you have to hate how he runs things. And yeah. like who he is as a father more than you have to hate him for being like a creepy dude, if that makes sense, you know? Oh, absolutely. Part of part of what made him an easy choice for that one, he can he act, he can act it. But you know, Kier's kind of one of those characters that if you look at everybody else I have on my list, I'm like, he's definitely kind of the right age to be dad. Sure, sure, and. I'll, I'll you hold know, my cure for now, but yeah, that's how I came to my cure too, was that he would and, look substantially older. Yeah, but he's still immensely good looking, and that is commented on. And also how I got to, now that I'm thinking about it, the same thought process was how I came to my um, King of Hybern. <laughs> hey, um, hello, I'm there with you. And, you know, at the same time, though, it like, because I have Hayden Panettiere as Morgan. Sure. Um, you put her and Kier to, you put her and Carrie together, and you're like, okay, I can yeah. see it. Yeah, I, I can, can believe that. Totally. totally. I mean, she 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 has to get her good looks from someone, and you know, I mean, <laughs> whoever they cast for mom, sadly, up to this point at least, we don't know enough about her mom other than she's basically a throwaway character. But Kier is not, sure. and so, you know, I don't, 
I don't have a stake in who the mom is, which right. means that dad has to be somebody memorable and somebody who I really am going to kind of glom onto. So to sure. Speak. So I, I, yeah. I'll, and I love Carrie. I just saw him last weekend and he's so amazing and so sweet. And so he's such a generous gentleman. He really is. So with that, I think we pretty well covered some of the first characters you're going to see and have to cast. Uh, some of the ones that come to mind that we didn't talk about are like Lady of the Autumn Court. Um, yep. Um, we've been discussing like, do we think the adder is CGI? Yeah. <laughs> like, do we just cast a voice for that? Are they going to do a Andy Circus or what? Like, what are we doing with that? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think there are still some uh, minor characters who we could explore. And uh, the reason I bring this up is because I would love to hear other people. Like, I would love to hear what characters we, I would love to hear what characters we missed and who people would cast as those characters on socials. Like, I would love if people reached out and were like, hey, you totally forgot about so-and-so and I picked the, this person. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So we would love to hear that. <laughs> yes. so keeping this bonus short like we promised uh we're gonna wrap up by just saying give us those fan cast picks we want to hear yeah. them we want to hear your thoughts you can go see our entire list like you can see pictures that we found on our socials. so go check those out and you can find them wherever you find us on the internet with two a's like sarah j mass's name so all the massive fan things like massivefanbookclub.com uh Massive Fans Book Club and Podcast on Facebook. Massive Podcast on Twitter. Massive Fans Podcast on Instagram. Massive Fans Pinterest. And Massive Fans Pod on TikTok. Please go to TikTok because we are trying to drive that algorithm to find our people. <laughs> yes, please. Please, please, pretty, please. So go follow us on TikTok because we are trying to get on the right side of TikTok. Sometimes TikTok changes its algorithm and then we are on the wrong side of TikTok and I'm not here for that. <laughs> No, definitely not. Um, and and before we go, I do want to wish everyone a very happy holiday season. Uh, whatever holidays you celebrate, um, more than one, one, I don't know. But I hope I hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, and um, that you get to spend it with the people that you want to, and um, that you know you're able to enjoy it. And if anything, if we've learned anything from this book, if you are looking for your found family and your found holiday, that's why we're celebrating the winter solstice this year, guys. So, right. <laughs> so also enter our giveaway. Don't forget, you only got like 72 hours. So go do your entries. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. And you won't regret it. I promise it's a really, they're really cool things. And so we want to, we want to share, we want to share our love of this fandom and these stories with you. Plus, it's just fun to celebrate winter solstice, guys. <laughs> you sometimes solstice. you just need another holiday. <laughs> yeah. We can celebrate the solstice. We can celebrate Yule. We can celebrate, yeah. let's see. Uh, well, there's Kwanzaa, Christmas. We um, missed Hanukkah. We missed Hanukkah, but, you know, Hanukkah. But it's honorary um, in here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Diwali was back in November, but there is Diwali, which is another and if you, beautiful... And if you watch these, like, way after the fact and you look at my uh, calendar of when we are publishing episodes, you may not be getting to this until ML until we take a break on MLK Day, so happy MLK Day. Okay, now we've really gone down the rabbit hole. So with that... <laughs> happy New Year, right? Yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, <laughs> so with that, um... Bye! Bye! <laughs>